0: Hi everybody my name is mike manning
1: and i'm trinity french and
0: we are your business coaches at wired to change
1: with the number two
0: We're we are here to help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner
1: and what a life it is, Mike Manning.
0: It is, despite the fact it's like 30 mile an hour winds, you can't go outside and do anything, but we're home working anyway. But it's from like COVID, 80 so. degrees, so I'll
1: take this strange, bizarre yes. fall-esque weather. Yes. Um, you should have seen Sir Elton John, um, the newest addition to the family, the newest pup. God, what do you eat now? Ch- No, just chasing leaves in his glory. <laughs> you, would, you would think that it's like the most exciting thing that someone could do. Well, for a dog is like when those leaves blow around, he's like, "Whoa!" Yeah.
0: It's like a little baby in the in the crib, and they figure out they can grab their, their own, own fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, new
1: game, so, right? So, how Are you was
0: you silence your... your phone?
2: I did. Okay, and that's the thing; it's got some sort of alarm. You're that's young, going
0: you know technology. Come on,
2: I'm not that young.
1: Well, speaking of our young guests. yes. <laughs> We have a very, 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 very special guest—the one, the only, Courtney Barbie. Courtney, welcome to the show. Thank you. We're excited to have you because well, yes, yeah,
0: she brought you a present. She That's why did. you want her.
1: Here. I know. I'm so excited, <laughs> and I'm going to pick the bag up and um, rifle through it in just a minute. But why don't you explain? Because everybody that listens to the show religiously knows that I am a huge pun fan. Yes, and the fact that you made a play on words and it was awesome
2: so I I know Mike and I knew you and I were meeting for the first time and I love puns I thought oh her name is too cool I've got to do something with that so I've got some Prosecco and Brie and baguettes so it's bread wine and cheese it's a French Trinity
1: I love it Perfect. And I just love when our guests bring presents.
0: I feel for the next guest.
1: The ante has been Coming raised next week. really, really high. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna be a hard bar to, and to I jump have, over.
0: I've not booked next week's guest, but I will tell them this is what the previous this guest is, brought. Yeah. Just saying.
1: So not only does it have to be a cool gift, you also have to have a really good meaning behind it. We
0: got who was it Scott? Scott Rudder. Brought me the North Carolina vodka.
1: Uh huh, and he brought mm. me wine. Yeah, so that was yep. good. Yeah, and then um, someone else, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on yeah. one of our female guests brought us a gift, and I can't remember who it was. Yeah, Well, it. Micah brought me cookies. She did, uh, yeah. Well, us cookies. Yeah, you. They were yeah. delicious. They were.
0: Micah's cookies were always <laughs> yeah. good, So, All right. so we have a bookkeeper in the house, which is very important yes. for those of us who really, really don't like doing that.
1: I feel like this is one of the most unsexy topics, like, ooh, bookkeeping. It's the thing that... I would say most of our business owners put off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to do it. They think that they're going to do it themselves. And then <laughs> yes. they wind up not doing it themselves. And then they hand over a big old whopping mess to you.
2: Yeah, that, that you summed it up. We could end the show now. <laughs> That's, right, and it's. I just think it's funny that people don't think it's sexy because... Arguably, money is sexy, and that's what we're taking care of. Yes. You know, and it's funny, business owners always want to start on the fun things. They want to do product development and marketing and all these things that take money, and they don't know how much money they have or how much to spend on it. It's like, well, guess what you got to do?
1: You got to keep keep the books. books. Yeah, absolutely. Amen.
0: Yeah, one of the things we've tried to do is – Explain to people the difference between revenue and profit. <laughs> we want to help your company be profitable. We great if you're bringing in a lot of revenue, but if you're making if you're bringing in a million, spending nine hundred ninety two thousand, you're not real profitable.
1: <laughs> your business kind of sucks. So good <laughs> job, but that's why you need a Courtney in your life. And the name of your business is Executed. Executive office at The Bookkeeper, is that the name? Officer, oh, yeah. I took off the office. Officer, R, yeah. oh, yeah, that's nice. my title. The yeah. name of she the runs company it. She is The it. Bookkeeper. Is The Bookkeeper. Yeah. There's no getting around what it is that you do for a living I'm with surprised a name like that was that.
2: available.
1: So what's funny
2: is that we have had someone misunderstand the intentions of our business. You know, Craig got the name from the movie The Untouchables, which yeah, he loves. Yeah, that was the story, yeah. Uh, because, you know, you, you bring me. down Capone with The Bookkeeper, mm-hmm. but but one of the first website inquiries we ever got was someone who thought we were like bookies and asked us to <laughs> break someone's kneecaps. For them. <laughs> and he's like, I'm surprised you can advertise this online like you can't. And we don't.
1: Oh, and no, we won't. My gosh, that is so funny. Maybe you could have found someone to refer them out to. I didn't uh, have enough good connections. Mike yeah. I'm, sure, Mike. I'm sure Mike has somebody. Yeah, in you you want to play in that pond. <laughs> 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 Jeez, no you're so young and cute. I can just imagine you out there with like your big old crowbar, just <laughs> whacking yeah. some kneecaps.
0: You've had a client or two. That thoughts crossed your mind. I know that. I know Trinity's had a couple of real estate clients. Like you know oh, what?
1: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Sometimes firing a client is the best feeling in the world.
2: Mm. It's better than firing an employee, honestly. Oh yeah.
1: Even mm. though sometimes firing an employee is also quite
2: liberating.
0: Have you guys had? Uh, Disconnect with a client in the past?
2: We've had to gently suggest they find their service offerings yeah. elsewhere, yes.
0: Did they pick up on that gentle request, uh, first pass?
2: You know, once you send them to collections, they they seem to get the hint, <laughs> yeah.
1: I get a feeling that you're just cool as a cucumber when it comes to client <laughs> atrocities. I, I mean,
2: now... You know, we've been doing this about eight years. Three. Really?
1: You're old enough to have been doing this for eight years? I'm, I'm 35. Dang, girl, you look <laughs> good. Well, I wouldn't have guessed that. Well, ladies and gents, you need to go out and check out the picture of us later because you do not look. You said 35? Yeah. Wow. Must have a good skincare regime. Where was I? It's quarantine. I yeah. <laughs> 96 We
0: were skin. in Atlanta when I was 35, so that would have been 96. My youngest kid was six then, Jeez. Well, pretty much everybody comes in here. I could be their parents. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are wearing a t shirt today that says, My favorite people call me pop.
0: For my grandson, Oliver. Mm-hmm. Saw that shirt curious. today and thought, like, you
1: know what? Yeah, rock that shirt. I'm missing him. I haven't seen rock him in that shirt.
0: 10 or 12 days. So I need, a, I need a fix. Yeah.
1: Get a little baby loving. So I am super curious um, because. We always want. I'm always wondering how our guests meet Mike because Mike is one of the greatest connectors that I know. Um, he's definitely the master networker in this duo. So, how did you and Mike meet?
2: I'll be honest. I'm a networking junkie, so I'm sure it was either. Rockstar Connect, B&I, or Garner Chamber, if I had to guess. It was at B&I,
0: way back when, because I was the consulting director for her dad. Her dad's name is Craig, and when he was in the Thursday morning group that I used to be in before I joined the group we're in, I was a consulting director, so that's when I first met him, and we're talking about this early on, I think that was about 2016, and I believe you had subbed for him. I think it was the first time we actually met her face-to-face, and then like sporadically we would cross and see and then all of a sudden okay. um we're, we and we just joined the chamber about two months ago okay and then so we see you on a regular basis now which is good but uh yeah i, I love think, the chamber
1: oh yeah mike's kim was a big on. fan yeah kim, kim was, was on, last, on week. last week
0: she brings notes and I'm, I'm not kim i'm not gonna edit this out and i'm gonna put in the show notes and make you listen she this is why we love Kim. She comes in with notes. I'm like, put the notes up. We're not. This is not an IRS, you know, tax audit. It's, but she was so funny. But we've gotten a lot of good ink from the social media postings when I put her name out there, which she would not agree with. Well, I can't believe people are doing. You know, you know, Kim's like, um. Oh yeah. But yeah, so we had yes, so we've a lot of fun. People where Kim
1: goes, yeah.
0: Yeah. But she knows a lot of people, so we had a lot of fun. But we enjoy the chamber as well. We've made some good relationships and as you network you you visit a group for a while and then you go eh, I don't think that's going to work out and I'm going to do more with this one so and I think we're going to we've learned to do more with the chamber so
1: so speaking of pops you and your pops and are in business together yes Not and bad. Yeah, hey, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just working it over here. That's you being you. Mike is judging me hard today. Getting some side eye. And man, here I'm thinking I'm being a little funny. I thought it was pretty good. I think he's jealous of the present. I think that's what it is. I think he is too.
0: Glad there's no cameras in the room.
1: I'll let you eat some of my bread. Really? I'll break bread with you. Okay. Yes. Be. Um. So you and your dad... Um, it's a family-owned business, mm-hmm. and how long have the two of you worked together?
2: We've worked together on and off since I was 15. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you haven't killed each other? Not yet. We even commuted back then together.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: What and when did you learn how to do that father-daughter, boss-employee, or whatever you want to call that relationship?
2: So, before we ever worked together, I always played basketball growing up. He always coached my teams. Yeah, okay. And in fact during the summer I played co-ed and we didn't have enough girls to play and he would coach those teams and I think the best thing that sums it up is the fact that at the beginning of every season to make sure people knew I wouldn't get preferential treatment he'd demonstrate uh setting a screen or a pick by having me set one on him so if you can imagine me at 12 and my dad like at the height of his weightlifting days you know barreling through me to tell everyone this is how you take a screen you know that's when we kind (laughs) of learned how we were going to work together and been pretty much like that for the past 20 years.
1: <laughs> so does he still barrel through, or oh, no, is he he's a little old, more take him now? now. No, no, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't move. No.
0: He gets down on the floor with the grandkids and takes three kids getting get him back up.
1: That's
2: where he is now.
1: <laughs> what What's the most challenging part of being in business with family?
2: The fact that you can never turn it off. My uh, husband mm. and my stepmom have a good allegiance in at family events and dinners. You know, we start trying to talk shop, and they... They break it up.
1: Try to rein it back in a little bit so it's not oh, yeah. all business all the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, they basically yell, no work talk at the table, and we move
1: on. Um, what would you say is the best thing about being in business with family?
2: Well, you know, I think when it's their grandkids, if you call in to work with a sick child and needing someone to cover your meetings, they're a lot more understanding, you know.
1: <laughs> that That is a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Does your
0: husband have a role in the company? Oh no. no. Any other blood relatives?
2: Um, my stepmom has helped us out from time to time, okay. but not really anymore. I mean, she works full time too, so and I've got two younger sisters who I love in a family sense, but we don't work together. So. And they
0: don't have any interest in the.
2: No one's the a nurse and one's a dental assistant. Oh.
1: That's yeah, that's jobs. about as that's about yeah. as far away from bookkeeping as you can get. Yeah.
0: When was because you always refer? I refer to your dad as your dad, and you immediately say Craig. When's the last time you called him dad
1: uh, on the
2: weekend? I just have very clear, like <laughs> eight to five, he's Craig, okay. you know, and I call him dad whenever we hang out and hike and do whatever. Okay, so.
0: it makes sense.
1: Well, Craig, we're saying hello. Hope that <laughs> hey, you're listening to the show. Hey,
0: dad, hey, pop. <laughs> what are they? Where the grandkids going? Papa, Papa. Papa. Mm-hmm. Hey, Papa. Hey, Craig, Hey, Dad. <laughs>
1: I love that. I love that. My dad is Papa Dan. It's so cute. Aww. I could never work with my mom. We were actually just talking about this before we started the show because my I'm in the process of still getting my name legally changed. And my mom, I asked her for her social security number and she was like, you don't need my social security number for this. And this is me interpreting how she sounds via text message because this is all via text. <laughs> and I sent her a screenshot of the form that I was filling out. And she went online, she found the form, she went to the instructions page, and then sends me a message back and says, No, actually, according to rule 9B, you only need this if you're 18 or younger, which is just another example of her attention to detail, her persnicketiness, and just she would always have to prove me wrong or prove herself right.
0: I'll tell you what you can do with Form 9B. (laughs) Does
1: she have an interest in bookkeeping? (laughs) (laughs) She actually um, is a really good bookkeeper, and she worked for um, a couple of different churches over the years, and she finally retired, and she did their bookkeeping. And their newsletters, and mm-hmm. she keeps the finances in our house running smoothly and hides all the money from my dad because he would spend it. He's a, I married my father. Scott and my dad are like the same person when it comes to spending money.
0: And Trinity's dad is cool. He but is. you <laughs> have to picture this at their wedding last year. Here comes this hippie cowboy look good in the suit with a bolo tie, had the long hair, the cowboy hat walking his proud proudly walking his daughter down the aisle, but the dude, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot to him.
1: Yeah, he's got many layers. Yeah. Doesn't talk a whole lot uh-huh. until you get him going and then you can't shut the man up. But definitely would not see myself in business with either of them <laughs> cuz we would we would wind up um probably no longer family. <laughs>
0: And we've had uh, guests on that are husband-wife business owners. Exactly. Mm. I, I, and I, I could, I've could. i told my wife, Becky, I love her to death, but there is no way. No. No way. I just, I don't know. And again, I ask two questions. One is, what do you talk about when, when you get home and who breaks the tie? I know uh, who breaks the tie, but what do you talk about if you own a business and you're working with each other all day long?
2: I just can't imagine, you know, relying on my husband for all the work things and everything he does around the house. He is very much my my house husband. Mm -hmm. He does all the cooking and cleaning and shopping. You
0: two are more like the longer ones.
1: Yep. I've got one of those too. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because if you've got someone who's on the corporate schedule. It's much easier to have them do those things than yeah. for you to both be full-time entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just
1: can't yeah. imagine it. 150%. Speaking of entrepreneurs, I'm really curious from a bookkeeping perspective, what your top maybe three tips are for people when it comes to bookkeeping. Wow. Only three tips. For well, hire
0: you. Hire the bookkeeper first.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think just putting it as a priority. And recognizing that every decision has to come from those numbers. So I would say, number one, make it a priority. Not this begrudging chore that you think is just for taxes, but actually something you run your business off of. Mm -hmm. Number two would be to separate your finances for your business from your personal. I mean, it seems so rudimentary, but just to split those things out. And number three, to invest in a software. You don't need something huge and fancy, but these free accounting softwares are so often you know, worth what you pay for them. And a good version of QuickBooks can run you $20 a month and at least get you part of the way there to something solid.
0: The commingling of money. Is it too much work to open another account? I mean, what's no. the thought there? But why don't they? Why don't some business owners separate that?
2: Because they're going a mile a minute focusing on the fun, sexy stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what it is. And, you know, I think there's this uh, impression that business bank accounts are expensive or you need like a big fancy banking relationship or I'm not sure what it is it's just such an easy step to to make your books cleaner
1: I think a lot of times people just don't know because it's been something that I've mentioned with I mean especially with my real estate agents that are just starting out because they're 1099 it's kind of like having your own business but there's some aspects that you're shielded from that make it feel like it's not really your own business because you're still getting paid for beer brokerage at least for the first couple of years unless you go out on your like on your own own and it was just baffling to me that they would be paying for coffees and business expenses out of their personal account and then they would have to literally bring in like a box of receipts to our bookkeeper for her to muddle through when all I do is print out my bank statement and hand it over and it's like easy peasy lemon squeezy.
2: Oh, and if if I could offer a bonus bookkeeping tip for realtors, tracking mileage that is such a huge part of realtors expenses mm-hmm. and I can't tell you how many are not getting credit for their mileage expenses.
1: I big plug here <laughs> and we'll tag them. Love the Mile IQ app. Yes. It is awesome. <laughs>
0: And you have to do what to maintain that?
1: Swipe left and swipe right. It's wow. the tender of mileage it tracking. Is. It is.
0: That might be see, always wait for the guest to come up with the title <laughs> of the show. Yeah. That might, be.
1: that might be it. But it really is. And it's so stinking easy to use and you just you just swipe whether it was a business trip or a personal trip. And um, it categorizes your types of drives for you. And then it gives you a nice report at the end of each month. It gives you a f- annual report of how many miles you've driven. And and what's the name of the app? Mile IQ.
2: And it's like five bucks a month. I mean, again, yeah, it's ridiculously cheap for what you get. It's super cheap.
0: The apps are killing people because you can't argue, well, I don't have time to do that. And because those apps are so easy to mm-hmm. do. You just, you can't sit, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just not a priority. That's what it all comes back to. They're just not making it a priority.
0: And in the real estate world, legally you can't co-mingle. Like you could go in you could go to jail, right?
1: So that you're not um yes, but the difference is is that a lot of times agents are under a brokerage and the brokerage has Their own accounts that they put due diligence money and earnest money, and actually, a lot of agents have moved to having the attorney hold those funds because they don't want to be responsible for them. Mm -hmm. So, at Hunter Row, we have a separate account that all of our earnest money checks go into that we don't touch, it doesn't, it never touches any of the other money. Smart Mm -hmm. and I don't have to manage any of that because yeah. my company does it for well, me. Yeah. But if I were to start my own real estate company, mm-hmm. then I would have to have a trust account. And, mm-hmm. But I already have a zillion bank account, so why not add one more on there?
0: <laughs> You're meeting Trinity today. You're getting a good picture mm-hmm. of her, but... There's just not enough stuff going on for her. No matter what's going on or how busy she is, there's just not enough going on. Yeah. So Usually, I need ba- another project. Yeah. Nine bank accounts, six streams of revenue. Just, just you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because why not? <laughs> the world is our oyster, yes. and let's just take it by the horn. How many? I'm just like, how many of these can I pile on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah! Don't take any. Oysters with horns. No oysters with horns. No. <laughs>
1: All I can think is horny oysters. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they are an aphrodisiac. I've heard, yes. Yes. Yeah, mm, uh, I'm we, hungry again.
0: Let's go with similarities between you two. You love puns. Let's just get to the dog story.
1: Puns, yeah. dogs. Let's get
0: the, well, you both have husbands that cook.
1: Yes. Um, and what's your husband's name? Shane. Shane. Mm-hmm. Shane Good job, sounds, Shane. Shane sounds like a Scot. Like, always there for you, picking up the slack when you're super busy running your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got to. Cooking, what's Cooking his, cleaning. What's his go-to
0: meal for you?
2: You know, he's he's like a fancy cook. I mean, when we were dating Ooh. in college, he told me one night he was going to cook for me, and I thought he was going to, you know, grill burgers or whatever. And he made chicken Florentine with asparagus spears and, like, some other stuff and... Then he said we were going to have cookies for dessert, and did I want to make cookies with them? And I went and looked for the roll of cookie dough, and he's like, no, we're doing this from scratch. I mean, he's like, everything did, is, you know.
0: Did that elevate the relationship pretty quick oh, after easily. that meal?
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, again, I don't cook. Yeah. That's perfect. Yes, yeah. I, I love to cook. It's actually very relaxing mm-hmm. for me. Um, I like prepping stuff, and cutting vegetables is just super therapeutic because it doesn't take a whole lot of mind power but I like it even better when Scott does it.
0: (laughs) You like walking, her office is upstairs in the house. She likes coming downstairs in the kitchen and poof, there it is.
1: Actually, today um, he made me cheese toast for breakfast. And while we were on our call, that appeared at my desk. And then while we were on our other B&I meeting, he brought up my um, chicken to me.
0: I can always tell when we're uh, virtualing. Let me get it right this time. Yeah. Her husband works for Go To Meeting, so I got to be careful if I bring up oh, the competitor. Okay. And every now and then, and and the door to her office is to her left. And every now and then, I can tell she'll go, "Thanks, sweetie." I'm like, oh, what do you bring you this time? So
2: drinks, coffee, oh, yeah. snacks. Yeah, I've had people on night networking events comment on the fact that I have you know a dinner and a drink yeah. delivered. Delivered. Yeah, they're like, "Wait, how how do you do that?" Like, yeah. uh-huh. he's magic.
1: Yes. Yeah, and I think that the thing that I really like about you already is that you're super appreciative of it oh, because yep. there's a lot of people that mm. would have a really awesome husband and kind of take it for granted and not see it for what it is. And I'm, I love that you, that you appreciate your Shane. Oh, I do. You probably yeah. have all of your girlfriends probably want to replicate him. They, they do. Yeah. yeah. Cause everyone wants a Scott.
0: Now let me say this to Shane and Scott, guy to guy, nobody <laughs> else listening man, you're making the rest of us look bad that can't, <laughs> that can't cook. I do everything else. I have the kitchen, the vacuum and laundry. I, I, can, I can iron. I can do all that stuff. But just cooking's just not there. So, And I'm half ass on the grill because I have bad eyesight to begin with, and i got to Becky to come look make sure they're done because I don't do – I need contrast. I need, like, white on red. I can tell that, but if I'm getting to the grays of the browns and stuff like that, it makes it hard, so. But so real quick, dog stories. You've got three ones a pain in the ass? Yes.
2: Yeah. He's just very loud. My my husband's puppy is an 86-pound, one-year-old blue tick hound.
0: Oh, they yap all the time.
2: He's not so bad. It's just when he does, it's such a shrill, loud, piercing sound. Um, Mm. And he's very sweet, but all three dogs sleep in the bed with us. We've got a king-size bed just because Mm -hmm. of dogs. And this sweet 90-pound dog loves to cuddle, but I'll wake up in the middle of the night being pushed off the bed because, you know, they're <laughs> so
1: heavy and solid when they sleep.
0: Here's what I like about I've it. I've
1: got a 90-pound, 16-pound dog. Like, when he's sleeping, he feels like he's 90 <laughs> pounds. He turns into just dead weight.
0: I, how long have you and Shane been married? Fourteen years. Uh, So, okay, you see if you picked up on this. They've been married fourteen years. The dog's a year old, but it's his dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not like she he married. She married into a dog.
1: (laughs) I got him the dog. Okay. Well, and that's like Sir Elton John is Scott's dog. And where did he
0: throw up this week? Every week uh, she comes in tells a story about. He eats the couch. He throws up anywhere he wants to.
1: And yeah, and he had a upset stomach and he was just like shitting all over the house and yeah. I was at my freaking wits end. Yeah. And felt I felt bad for him because he's finally housebroken and then he gets sick and he can't hold it in. But
2: Please tell me what type of dog this is because I just keep picturing the actual Elton
1: John. <laughs> <laughs> and all your stories are just. Well, but you got to tell them the know. other two
0: names for context.
1: Yeah. So um, my very first dog's name was Journey. May he rest in peace. He was an awesome uh, Black Lab pit mix. And then I got um, Elvis. Hmm um and then I got Carlos Santana the
0: asshole the
1: asshole yeah and then we got Elton whose personality is yet to be determined but Carlos is just a freaking asshole his he's... nickname is effing Carlos yeah it's a stage
0: name yeah. yeah everybody knows him as that yeah
1: yeah because he's the one that you know if a ball stuck under the couch he'll whine and whine and whine and if he wants to go out, he gets all up in your face, and he's a Chihuahua-Yorkie um, mm. mix, so he's little, and he definitely uses that to his asshole advantage. Okay. So, where you have big dogs, are all of yours big?
2: So, we also have a Pit Hound mix, and my dog, my my little puppy, she is a Blue Heeler Pit mix, and she's the smart
1: one. Aww. So, I love pit mixes. I can't wait to get another one Can't wait someday. to talk to
0: Shane one day, see if he agrees in the description <laughs> of
1: all the dogs. <laughs> but you didn't tell me what Elton John is. Oh, I, I so to know. Elton John is a, a rescue, and his um, siblings, when we adopted him, there were four of them, and they were named the Ninja Turtles, so he was Leonardo first. But mm-hmm. one of the brothers got a DNA test. So he's actually, most of his DNA is Beagle, Okay. which I can kind of see it from the shape good. of him and the fact that he has a little bit of a hound smell, which drives me crazy. Um, but then he's also like a terrier and um, a couple other things. Okay, But he's mainly beagle and terrier. As long so as he I likes to burrow.
2: Picture him as a dog, it'll be good.
1: I'll show you a picture later. He's super cute. Okay.
0: Great outfits when they go out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's going to dress him Giant all. Are you, you're not going to oh, dress yeah. all three of them
1: up for Halloween, are you? Not this year, but next year, oh, absolutely. Lord. And we're so off track here, but yeah. so um, for everybody that's listening, go out to um, our Facebook page and I'll post a picture of what Scott got me for our anniversary present because year one is paper. So I got him um, our vows printed and framed because mm-hmm. I thought that was a sweet romantic gesture. And he got me paintings of the dogs dressed like their personas (laughs) Nice. so we still have to get one made for elton because we didn't have him yet when he had these ordered but i have a picture of my dog carlos dressed as carlos santana and elvis dressed like elvis with the microphone i think so very cool yeah I don't know where we're going to hang them. It's not like it goes with our motif, but maybe we'll put it in the movie room or something.
0: We know what happened last time. Scott tried to paint the front door, so don't let him hang anything. That's another story, but we don't have time for that. How do you sell, market, promote a bookkeeping company?
2: So I love just talking about accounting and teaching people about it and trying to get people excited about it because I find it exciting. So I do a lot of blogging. I have done various, you know, speaking engagements, teaching things, you know, speaking at seminars or conferences. And I think if people can see your passion about something, they will follow that excitement. Mm-hmm.
0: There are some industries that just aren't sexy. My brother and I used to own a pest control company.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. And a commercial cleaning company. Yeah. So I like for those people listening who have one of those jobs, one of those type <laughs> of companies in that industry... I think you summed it up right. They have to see your passion and the value of, well, you keep somebody's butt out of jail, first of all. That's kind of good value. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. But just they see your passion, and then you can explain to them, we can make your life better.
2: Well, and, you know, we try to be very honest with people. There have been times we've said, you know what? Actually, if you just do this, this, and this, it'll keep you safe. You don't need to even outsource yet. You know, come back in six months, a year, you know, whatever. Um, cause it's not always the right time for someone to h- take on that extra expense of an- another contractor. And so I think that's, you know, the sort of thing that also kind of gets around, you know, word of mouth is that, okay, these people could have taken my money and they chose not to for these reasons.
1: Yeah. Well, knowing how to consult with your clients and future clients is fantastic. And I think we see a lot of that in the coaching realm because sometimes we get introduced to somebody and it's just not quite the right time for them to become a client. But then we get, you know, in touch with them three months later and they're like, yep, ready to go now.
2: Once Mm -hmm. they get
1: their their feet under them a little bit.
0: Yeah, they kind of have to know what they want coached, Mm -hmm. first of all, and understand a little bit. And you've seen enough small business owners to know that some of them, they got it dialed in and then others are like, I really, really want to do this. I'm good at it, but I've never run it as a business, right. which I enjoy. I like the uh, the know your craft, but have never run a business before because usually they've been, we found this, they've been somewhat successful somewhere, so they kind of know what it looks like, and they're trying to replicate that under their own shingle, and they're kind of coachable.
2: I think they are much easier to work with than the multi-hyphenate, just self-proclaimed business expert type mm. clients. but.
0: We have spoken before, again, I don't know what the female comp is, but the asshole guy, and there's plenty in my gender, that always the smartest guy in the room, Mm
2: -hmm. no matter
0: what room he's in. Yeah, I'm not an electrician, but I see you did that wrong. Right. Dude, you cut grass, but I, you know, or whatever you do.
1: Yeah. Those people can go kick a bucket. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And and the longer you're in business, the more likely you are to, I don't think we have bandwidth for you. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Eight years ago, he's like, okay, we'll deal with it. But now it's like... Not "Mm."
1: anymore. Yeah. You've been in business for quite a while. We've already noted that you look very young. (laughs) Um, What has been your greatest achievement so far in business?
2: I like what we've done for my staff. I mean, I'm very happy with all the clients we've helped. But something that I'm always very proud of is that we compensate our people well, that they have... Uh, retirement that we fund and match and we actually started uh, an employee health care plan this year woohoo oh. at the beginning of the year and so that's being awesome. able to you know to me that's felt more than working with hundreds of clients or hitting a certain amount in revenue or net profit feeling like we can take care of our staff and have a really good benefits package mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. like that that's like to me the okay we've made it as a company
1: oh how are you that
0: gave me the warm fuzzy <laughs> How are you keeping everybody connected with through COVID and virtual? You're welcome, Scott.
2: So we do a lot with the virtual that comes with our email program. Sorry, Scott. You can um. say you can say it. I can't, you can. Yeah, we we do a lot of hangouts and things like that and a lot of chat to just get information back and forth. And for a social aspect We do um, Jackbox party games. I don't know if y'all have played those. Love Jackbox. So we do, you know, every, you know, month or so, uh, we knock off a couple hours early on Friday and we do Jackbox parties and do the trivia (sighs) games and all that with the staff. And it's so much fun.
1: That's awesome. I know where I'm going to work if this, yeah. coaching. this coaching gig doesn't work out. I'm going Dang. to where the party is. Health
0: insurance and Jackbox. And am
1: Sign me up. I don't even like numbers, but I'll pretend real hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you could work your way through this. So. Yeah.
1: I just, oh, man, the thought of staring at somebody's books all day or yeah. reconciling things just makes me yeah
0: Do you find where... M- when a small business owner does their own books and they finally come to you for help, where they've gone off the tracks, whether they knew it or not?
2: So many people don't know what reconciling means. They never have done a monthly bank reconciliation. So of course there's errors going far back. We see a lot of duplication where someone enters a bill and then records the expense or the same thing with their income. Can't tell you how many people have grossly overstated their income Mm -hmm. and overpaid in taxes when they come to us. Or they just don't understand where their money is going because they look at their profit and loss and they look profitable and they don't understand that the balance sheet also affects cash flow or even what a balance sheet does. And we see crazy things on balance sheets where, you know, liabilities are grossly overpaid because interest expense has never been split out, for instance. There's just so many little things like that that now, the first time we meet with a new client, we just look at their financials and can almost say, okay, we know exactly what you did here because you see the same errors over and over.
0: And it takes you kind of like a first date, about two minutes you know if it's going to go anywhere, <laughs> right? Are you to that point now? I,
2: I feel like even before the initial free consult at this point, we kind of know who you're going <laughs> to work with or want to work with. Yeah, um, And we've even had... We have one client that we work with, and they're a great client now. But we had kind of turned them away for months because we knew they had some challenging personalities in their organization. And then finally they came back, and they said, what do we have to do for you to work with us? (laughs) Like, all right, here's how it's got to be. And and they've been fine ever since then. But, yeah, that initial meeting did not go well.
1: I'm sure you probably get a lot of – disgruntled employees when somebody decides to outsource Mm -hmm. their bookkeeping and somebody was used to doing it in-house?
2: Very disgruntled. We, you know, I can't obviously say anything specific or much, but we've been involved in cases where fraud was uncovered and embezzlement was uncovered. And it's at the point now where if someone's extremely disgruntled about outsourcing, I get suspicious of Mm -hmm. them because we've, Had that be the case, that, you know, that trusted person in-house who's been doing it for so long and had Doing a little
1: skimmy, skim, skim off the tippy-tip-top. Yeah. Yeah, you
2: don't have the person who, you know, pays the bills also counting the money like that. It's just just a recipe for disaster.
0: Do you recommend for small business owners they have a separate bookkeeper and a separate CPA?
2: You know, there are some really great tax preparers out there, and- depending on the size of the company and what they're going for, I don't think it's always necessary. I do think most tax preparers do books focused on tax and not on operational accounting and true decision-making. And so I think for that reason, often it's a good idea to to separate the two. And that's just two very different sets of books right there.
0: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to do either.
1: Yeah, (laughs) me neither.
0: Yeah, you would. You'd want to try it, though.
1: Well, yeah, just to prove I can do it.
0: Have you guys picked up new clients in, during COVID?
2: Yeah, we're actually, um, this month already hit our total revenues for last year. We've continued to grow. It's been very surprising. A lot of people moving into e-commerce who need yeah. a lot of help and you know more complicated accounting than they used in the past.
0: Are you just growing organically?
2: Yes, we We are going to ramp up our marketing in the coming year just because it's been so long since we've done anything with it. We're kind of ready to refresh the website and, you know, new coat of paint type things. But Mm -hmm. we aren't, you know, uh, really doing any paid outsourced marketing. We do a newsletter. We blog. We network. That's it.
0: But growth plans, though, no doubt, right?
2: Oh, we have no intention of stopping growing. Awesome. I know. Us neither. I know.
1: (laughs) I love it. So speaking of loving it, we have absolutely enjoyed you being with us today. Um, I have learned a lot, wrote down some some words that I was like, hmm, I probably don't really know what that means. I should look into that. (laughs) Ask Um, your
0: mom. Ask. Yes. No. Ask your mom. A Test her. Yes. Here's what, uh, uh-huh. tell me what this is, because uh-huh. I had a very good, smart person on my show the other day. And yes. You tell me what it means to you.
1: And, and it's so funny, because my mom actually was a tax preparer for a while, working with my brother and sister-in-law at their tax office, so she probably would think she knows more than she really does. <laughs> Love you, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) But we've had a great time with you today. Um, If somebody out there has some messy books or maybe even some clean books and they're just tired of doing it themselves, how should they get a hold of you?
2: The best way is to visit our website or call our office. The website's www.thebookkeeperinc.com. Office number is 919-578-3886.
1: Awesome. And again, if you contact... Courtney, make sure that you mention us so we get a little bit of credit for sending you the, our way from the amazing podcast.
0: You have to find her a client because she brought you a present. I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it.
0: <laughs> You're in good hands, Courtney. Thank you. Uh, advice to uh, family members who want to start a business together. A couple things they should and shouldn't do. One thing they should or shouldn't do.
2: I think they should go on a big camping trip together first and see how it <laughs> fares. And if you can't you know, make a campsite and tolerate each other away in the woods for a few days, you know, reconsider it.
1: <laughs> Very that's nice. that's true because um, yeah. I see just even the dynamics of when, when Scott and I go camping together, there's not like the yelling and craziness that happened when my parents would. So maybe we could work together.
0: You and Scott? Yeah. You wouldn't want to. No. No, I don't think so.
1: I would love to boss him around a little bit. That's why. He, <laughs> that's,
0: that's why it's not going to work. He might quit cooking you dinner if you're a pain in the ass boss.
1: Yeah. What'd you
0: say about the HBIC one day?
1: That I'm the head bitch in charge. Mm-hmm.
0: And she wasn't mm-hmm. treating her her favorite employee yeah, right she one was day. Not. You came in here, yeah. Yes. Know.
1: She uh, was Trinity not. was
0: spitting bullets one day about her boss. Like, Oof. yeah,
1: she was being cranky. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do we have going on with Wired to Change? We
0: will have new mastermind groups on our website at wiredtochange.com. dot That's with the number two. We just finished our first uh, mastermind group today. We went six weeks, talked. It's all sales and marketing, trying to help uh, people hone in on their numbers because um, we want. We were laughing earlier. We want your company to be profitable. <laughs> we don't want you to brag about your revenue. We want you to brag about your profit. And those are two completely different numbers, folks. Don't kid yourself if somebody <laughs> goes, oh, I got you know, $378,000 in revenue. Okay. It's like the, the next door neighbor with two Mercedes and a boat.
1: Okay. That, that's leveraged to their eyeballs.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. it's uh, Sometimes objects are not what they appear. Uh, we will have some more mastermind groups that we are going to set up here in the next couple of days as we're taping, but they will be on the website when mm-hmm. the show comes out. Uh, we want to help you folks on sales marketing get processes. Trinity's a huge process and systems yes, person. Yes. See, I knew you'd do it. Yes. <laughs> I do pretty good bringing people in here. Don't yes, I? you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Two weeks ago, I brought a guy in. We talked NASCAR for a little while. Trinity's like, oh, oh do you know who Paul Newman is?
1: The salsa guy. Jeez. See, <laughs> that's what I said. I said salad
2: dressing. Uh-huh. Have
0: you ever seen the movie The Sting?
2: I have seen The Sting. I, that's I know Paul that
0: Newland. he's Butch. the actor. Yeah, you know, I
1: just yeah, to... but he's also the salsa. he has been the salsa salad guy dressing. Yeah, salad yeah.
0: dressing. So, but anyways, I'll I'm just gonna end the conversation right there because didn't. I go mean, anywhere.
1: if I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest during the NASCAR interview i may have blacked out yeah, for a few minutes yeah, yeah,
0: no problem <laughs> no problem but it was about a, a company that a guy started it just had to be it it was in nascar but we chatted yeah
1: it. other was, than that i brought people i in definitely that, was googling shit that i <laughs> had no idea i was like what yeah, yeah but we made it through
0: <laughs> we we did so anyways uh thank you for being here today thank you. we appreciate it trinity appreciates the the French Trinity gift. I like yes, that.
1: I do too. The
0: French Trinity. Scott, Scott all of a sudden, you raised a bar for Scott right there too.
2: Good. Heck I'd yeah. Like, dude. Yep. Tell him I'm coming for him. Yeah, He's going
0: to enjoy seeing you walk in the house with that. Let me tell, you, <laughs> tell him he's got to cook a dinner around that now.
1: Absolutely. I've been wanting actually some French bread with some um, yummy scrimps. Nope. Shrimp with um, like some garlic butter sauce. Ooh, be I've nice. been asking for that for a couple weeks now so maybe he'll whip that up for me tonight
0: all right scott get on it with all the other things you're (laughs) supposed to do so Uh, anyways we appreciate you being here good luck with everything hopefully somebody will call you and you get some more business out of this and and craig can retire even more
2: i'm sure he appreciates (laughs) it
0: so we're there for you craig (laughs) anyways we'll see everybody next time on our wired to change podcast